You're listening to the Driving Confidence Podcast for drivers who want to be calm and confident on the road. We will be sharing tips, stories and advice to beat driving nerves and anxiety and build your driving confidence. Whether you are just starting out as a learner or have had your driving license for years, if you want to transform how you feel about driving, this podcast is for you. Here we are at the end of season five. And it's flown by, hasn't it? It really has. I can't believe it. And it's been our best season ever. It's been, what's the word I would use to describe it? Brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to come out with something different to that. (laughs) No, I'm very simple. I'm very simple. But it was great though, wasn't it? It It was great to hear people's different perspectives on driving. Yeah, it really was. Everyone has a story to tell about driving, which is great. But also everybody came with their own idea, their own perspective. And it really fits beautifully with our idea of one size does not fit all. No, it was it was really good. And there were some highlights. There were. And I think I learned a lot. I definitely did. And I think my students are now feeling the benefit of that as well. Yeah, which is great, isn't it? So let's have a little look at who we had on and what we did. So we started season five with Omni, who you met through a coaching group. Yeah, and Omni had a fantastic, well, not a very nice story, but her recovery and what she's doing now to help others is just brilliant, isn't it? It's it's such a... It's, it's a great story but of adversity and she's come through it. So yeah. it's, it's brilliant. That was the thing, the fact that she's overcome it. And Omni is one of the few people whose driving anxiety does actually come from driving for good reason because she had those accidents. Yes, exactly. And so that was why it was important to talk to her because the majority of the people that we speak to actually their anxiety doesn't come from their driving. And she was a confident driver before and then all of a sudden it just changed, didn't it? So Yeah, definitely. But what was interesting is we when we spoke to Omni, we hadn't spoken to Josh Fletcher who will come on to his episode in a minute but her episode links really nicely into his so if you listen to the two together the way that Omni overcame her driving anxiety was actually through tolerating anxiety and she had to do that type of exposure therapy where she just had to sit in the car until the anxiety disappeared eating her sweets she was eating her sweets (laughs) drinking coffee just sat there doors open and then when she was more comfortable she could close the doors and be inside the car So I think those two fit really nicely together, even though we didn't plan it that way. No, exactly. Most of the ones I think we're going to talk about today are the guest episodes, but there was one episode we did parallel parking for Auntie Anne, (laughs) and that's proved to be a really popular episode. So parallel parking is obviously a bit of a thing. It is, and I think a lot of people had never taught how to parallel park so this was quite a a new thing to them but also some people have a fear of parallel parking and we gave some hints and tips of how to parallel park and the steps that you can take to be able to do that yeah and I'm I've always parallel parked just a bit in a hit and miss way but I have to say I'm getting much more effective at my parallel parking I'm doing a lot better since talking about it so hopefully other people are too 
Now, the next guest that we had on was Carla McLaren, and Carla's an author and a researcher into emotions, and she was just great fun to have on, wasn't she? Yeah, and she had some great stories as well, so um, that was interesting as well, you know. And from the States, so again, a, a different perspective on driving. Yeah, definitely. And I really love that idea that instead of your emotions being a problem that you have to solve thinking more about, well, what are my emotions trying to tell me? What is it that's making me feel that way? And what do I need to do to listen to my emotions? Yeah, because we all have them. Yeah. So we need to learn how to make the best use of them. Yeah, and she talked about panic and anxiety and about having a look and saying, okay, are you relevant? Is what you're saying true? Do I need to look out for these things? And then talking to your emotions and saying, actually, panic, it's not that sort of a situation today. That's okay. You can stand down, but feel free to come out again if there is danger at a later stage. So the idea of communicating with your emotions. So I think that could be quite helpful. Definitely. And I think that would be a work in progress as well for people because that's probably the first time they've encountered that thought process yeah so i think it's you know don't don't just oh that didn't work just have again little thoughts into it again what am i what's my emotions telling me yeah keep trying it because it is something that if your brain keeps telling you danger 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 and you keep ignoring it those signals are just going to get louder and louder and louder until you take notice so the idea of going okay i'm hearing what you're saying let's have a look no it isn't you've got it wrong you've misinterpreted something and communicating with them hopefully you can calm them down get the soldiers to stand down exactly yeah great or the other thing about emotions was increasing your emotional vocabulary and there's some really good research on this that if you can use more words different types of words to describe different types of emotions the research shows that actually you can manage your emotions much more effectively yeah rather than just saying i'm stressed yeah you know, again that one step deeper don't you yeah those weasel words weasel words carla described them Then we had on Joshua Fletcher, also known as Anxiety Josh. So anybody who follows him on Instagram and TikTok will know him better that way. He was great. He told us so much information. Yeah, and I've taken his information, put it into lessons with students. It was also nice to know that I'm already doing some of the stuff already. So, you know, baby steps. Yeah. But um, it was almost like field of fear, but it wasn't. It's like, let's just put that sit behind the wheel first. And then the next step might be to start the car. And what I found interesting with Josh is he's had it before as well, the driving anxiety. So he's coming from a a real place almost, not just research. He's he's been through it as well. That's it. It's his own experiences. So you mentioned the feel of fear, and it is a case of feeling the fear, but like you say, feeling it in baby steps. So sometimes I think when we say feel the fear, we think that means go and jump out of an aeroplane even though we're scared. So (laughs) it's not so much the taking the big action and doing it anyway it's that tolerating the fear tolerating the anxiety but in small chunks so yeah taking it in baby steps and that's exactly isn't it? It. that's yeah. exactly yeah no it was great and also he mentioned the word agoraphobia and i had never thought of that before but 
that keeps popping up for me now. I keep hearing it and seeing it <laughs> different places. So that idea of if where you drive is getting smaller and smaller and smaller, then it's a type of agoraphobia that you're actually only driving within what you deem to be your safety area. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it was that was a, again a, a massive clue for us. It's like what's happening to others when they come and see us so yeah definitely and then that other one that he said about not giving other things the credit so when your driving goes well that you take the credit personally so you don't give the credit to an open window or your driving instructor or the fact that you were wearing your lucky pink jumper or whatever <laughs> it might be you take the credit yourself if you were brave you tolerated the anxiety and you did it anyway then that's down to you no exactly and that's i think we should be our own cheerleaders yeah absolutely definitely then of course we had on kate muir who was the director of the Davina programs and again loads more information that we didn't know she taught us loads yeah and it's interesting those hormones we always think of it's only women isn't it but it was nice for me to know that we could go through it as well as a you know men do have this yes they have that andropause where they can have a decrease in their testosterone Mm. so the male version we didn't know that so that's been really interesting and there was quite a lot of response to Kate's episode so it's been an incredibly popular episode and what we hadn't realized until then was that within perimenopause groups it's well known that one of the first signs of perimenopause is suddenly experiencing driving anxiety on the motorway when you'd been perfectly fine before who knew who knew that so that was the whole idea wasn't it us exploring that mystery driving anxiety and yes hormones are definitely a culprit they play a part don't they they play a big part they do And then our final guest expert was Tracy Hannigan, who came on to talk about sleep. Sleep or tired? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that getting down to the nitty gritty. Are you tired or are you sleepy? Because they're different things. Mm. She talked about how the fact that if you are tired, that does increase your anxiety levels as well. So there's definitely going to be something in that, isn't there, for some people. If they're driving tired, if they've been having a really busy time, life stress, etc., etc., being up in the middle of the night for one reason, worrying or family things, then this is a real cause for anxiety. It is, and I know it affects me when I used to you know, work nights. So again, you know, the lack of sleep does affect your decision-making. Yeah, and it puts you on that level of high alert. Yeah, and it was also nice to know that having a nap's good. Yes, yes, I'm sure you did (laughs) like that one. (laughs) It was really helpful for her to talk about circadian rhythms and night owls and early birds and that really having to think about when your test is, when your lessons are and whether that could have an impact on your anxiety as well. And she gave some clues, didn't she? Some ideas for if you have got an early lesson or an early test, ways to roll back, change your sleeping pattern slightly so that those timings feel a Mm. little bit more human. Plan for it. Yeah, definitely. Is what she was saying, yeah, wasn't it? Future planning. So we learnt loads. We learnt loads in that, 
season and I'm, I'm hoping everyone else has and i know people have because the comments we're getting through now from people are saying i love that episode yeah. you know that i didn't realize that and that's me so that's been really nice to get feedback from people but also finding that people are listening to us as well yeah so big thank you from me for that one yeah definitely thank you so much for listening taking the time we really hope it's helpful that's the whole point of us doing it taking the time to talk some things through normalize a few things so that you know you're not alone and then hopefully to help you think about things from a different perspective maybe or just give you a few things to try yeah exactly isn't it it's 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 part of that and sharing as well yeah so i'm not quite sure how we're going to beat this with season six i I think that's going to be gives us something to aim for gives us something to aim for yeah let's see how we do (laughs) (laughs) great so we are going to take a season break now for the next six weeks however having said that we're not going to abandon you and leave you empty-handed what i've done is pulled out some bonus shorts from some of our very early episodes so there's going to be a new bonus short landing each week in place of a full podcast episode and they're they're all under 10 minutes long and hopefully it'll give you a chance to recap some of the information from the early episodes if you've listened before or catch up if you haven't listened before so we hope that that will see you through until we start season six in six weeks time so until we see you on season six drive safely if you've got any questions all of our contact details are in the show notes as always don't forget to share any of our episodes that you think might be useful on your social media to friends and family or anyone else who might find it helpful and we always love to see a five-star review on your favorite podcast player as well that's a really helpful way of making sure that other people can find the podcast too so all that leaves us to say is until next time Have a great day, whatever you're doing. I'm just going to jump in here to let you know about our Drive Calm journal. We've created a 12-week prompt journal to support our listeners to take action and improve driving confidence. The journal includes questions, prompts and exercises to create an action plan and an opportunity for reflection afterwards. Search Drive Calm on Amazon to take a look. We hope it helps. Thank you for listening. Find out about the different ways that you can work with us on our website, www.confidentdrivers.co.uk and begin to transform the way you feel about driving.